I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Today, you're listening to part two of the topic, Male Leadership in Crisis. This is part two. Now, interestingly, when I was preparing this script a long time ago, I accidentally typed in the words, male leadership is crisis, instead of male leadership in crisis. <laughs> then I wondered, is there some truth to both of these statements? As I pondered, I thought to myself, I realized that there is truth to both statements. First, because male leadership is in crisis, inevitably male leadership is crisis. Let me say it again. Because male leadership is in crisis, inevitably, inevitably male leadership is crisis. Now, that is, many cold, male cold leadership styles are causing agony and confusion in the home, in the church, and society. Secondly, male leadership is crisis when it is powered base rather than influenced base. Let me repeat that. Male leadership is crisis when it is power-based rather than influenced-based. Thirdly, male leadership is crisis when it is controlling rather than transforming. That is, too many male leaders are contented with telling the family to drink water rather than teaching them the benefits of water. Finally, male leadership is crisis when it emphasizes independence rather than interdependence. That is, too many men thrive to be dependent upon as providers, instructors, know-it-all doers, rather than facilitating an interactive dialogue and learning process. There are some and you know something? These are some of the basic reasons why male leadership is in crisis. As I stated in the last podcast or radio program, some would have us believe that male leadership is in crisis because there is an overwhelming increase of female leadership in many societies, if not all today. This is not the case. It is so because males have failed to become team players with females. It has occurred because men sought power over women rather than having power with them. Now that women have significant power, many men feel threatened. The crisis is becoming more pronounced in that fewer men are taking personal development advanced education and spiritual values seriously, leaving these fields wide open to women. The truth is that today there are not enough women in high places. We tend to forget that men exclusively held these high positions in some societies for centuries. It is true that there are women today who would be glad to see all the men disappear from leadership positions in society. This concept would be as counterproductive as when there were all male leaders. Our goal is to become a more integrated society, where a person would not be judged by one's gender, 
but by one's integrity of character, potential, and ability. In the business areas, or in the business arena, many giant firms are moving away from the traditional management styles, and many have over the past decades, that forced or that focused on control and manipulation by de-emphasizing the hierarchical structure and balancing it with more personal, humanistic style of management. As far back as 2000 edition of the Educational Administration Concepts and Practices, Fred Lunenberg and Alan C. Orenstein helped us understand the traditional style of cooperative leadership. One, democratic leadership. Leaders encouraged group discussion and decision-making. Subordinates were informed about conditions affecting the job and were encouraged to express their ideas and make suggestions. Two, authoritarian leadership. Leaders were very directive and allowed no participation in discussions. They instructed the complete work situation for their subordinates. Leaders took full authority and assumed full responsibility for initiation to task completion. And then another style was lazy fear leadership. Leaders gave complete freedom to the group and left it up to the subordinates to make individual decisions on their own. Essentially, leaders provided no leadership. Now, these leadership styles have had very little or no effect on production. Within these styles of leadership, males reign supreme. Okay, and that's that's so much so important to remember. However, corporate leaders have learned that for survival, greater productivity and personal job satisfaction, which improves productivity, they need to remove the barriers and become more inclusive. Thus, over the past decades, new styles of leadership have emerged. Ford Lindenberg and Alan C. Orstein list them this way. One, supportive leadership. A supportive leader is friendly, approachable, and is concerned with the needs and statutes and well-being of the environment and, and its subordinates. A supportive leader treats subordinates as equals and frequently goes out of her or his way to make work environment more pleasant and enjoyable. Then there is the participative leadership. A participative leadership consults with subordinates concerning work-related matters, solicits their opinions, and frequently attempts to use subordinate ideas in making decisions. Then there is the achievement-orientated leadership. An achievement-orientated leader sets challenges, goals for subordinates, emphasizes excellence in performance, and shows confidence in subordinates' ability to achieve high standards of performance. And then there is the transformational leadership, which focuses on leaders who have exceptional impact on their organizations. Transformational leaders motivate their subordinates to do more than they originally expected to do by raising their followers' levels of consciousness about the importance of value and designated outcomes and about ways of reaching them by getting followers to transform their own self-interest for the sake of the team, an organization, or larger 
um, society. And by raising followers' needs levels to the higher order needs such as self-actualization or the expanding of their portfolio of needs. Now, what is the relevance of cooperative leadership styles to home management? First of all, the concept of the role of a man and a woman in the marriage relationship and the home is invariably transmitted into the larger society. Men who believe that a woman should be controlled and manipulated in the home also believe that she should be controlled and manipulated in the workplace. In the corporate world, growth and productivity have been a greater reality through gender inclusion and the removal of power scale of inequality. Yet, within the family structure, too many want to maintain the old-fashioned um, stagnant formulas for family development and interaction. While corporations are moving towards referring to their employees as team players and followers, too many, too many um, today are still wanting our women to remember their places. And that's the problem. We really want co-leadership in society. So remember, I encourage you to make sure that you become a leader with your partner, with the women, with the females around you, then we would not have a male leadership in crisis or that male leadership is crisis. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan keeping a smile on your heart.